Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we turn our attention to current and future warnings found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, which state, For this reason, God will send them a deluding influence so they might believe what is false. Pastor Jim instructs us to turn our attention to the proverbial big picture. In the days of Antichrist, God will send a deluding influence to seal the fate of those who persist in following Satan. While we're being proverbial, Pastor Harris wants to help you see the proverbial forest instead of diverting your attention and time to inspecting individual trees. Please listen carefully as Pastor Jim delivers today's slice of this week's message entitled, Deluding Influences. It wasn't until, I'm going to guess, about the last five years or so that you began to hear the term fake news. People make stuff up and they say that it's news. Well, now you hear that term uh, constantly. And now when you read something, especially if you read it online, where most people read most things today, it takes twice as long to check out the sources to see if it's genuine. It takes twice as long to do that as it does to read the original article. But the problem with that is, sadly, most people don't do the checking. They just listen to things, mainly things that they uh, agree with, and they pass along the things that they want to be true. I mean, you read that thing, and it's only one click, share. And suddenly, you've spread it to everybody that is your um, electronic friend. That's all it takes. Oh, and by the way, don't think that only they do it. I see a lot of fake news passed along from Christians. We're susceptible. We need to be excessively vigilant about sorting out the stuff that comes our way. Now, along with that, you hear about conspiracy theories. What is a conspiracy theory? Well, it is a belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible for some circumstance or some event, or you could add the word movement. A conspiracy theory rejects the genuinely accept, or the generally accepted explanation of the event or the phenomenon and instead credits a covert group or organization with carrying out a secret plot. Now understand, it's a conspiracy theory. It is a theory that says what's going on is the result of a conspiracy. It's a theory. It's not rooted in honest research by impartial people. Uh, Conspiracy theories are the haven of people who lack facts and lack credibility and lack power, and they're frustrated. 
uh, at least, um, or at last now, in this day and age, uh, creators of conspiracy theories have a smorgasbord of made-up data that they can pick and choose from to report their claims because there's all this fake news out there. So that's the data from which the conspiracy theory finds its, its resources. So now, they can report things such as, and here's some things that you can always watch out for, researchers discover, or scientists say, or experts claim. I'm sure you've heard this one. What your doctor doesn't want you to know. Oh, there's a conspiracy among doctors. They don't want you to know anything, right? What drug companies are hiding from you and the like. Now, sometimes, is is there an element of truth in that? Yes. But you don't just take an element of truth and ride off into the sunset. You've got to be careful. You need to vet these things. And when when you see things like that, I suggest almost always the best use of your time is go do something else. Ignore those things. Now, if it's something that does interest you, maybe it's a realm of uh, study that you're interested in or it somehow affects your, your, uh, your work or your family, well, take the time to look up who wrote the article. There's one that I saw. Uh, this one must have come to my email box 10 times, and it started out with, Stanford researcher says... He never said who it was. Trust me, there is no one on the faculty of Stanford University that publishes papers under the heading, Stanford Researcher Says. That's somebody who wants credibility that they don't have, and Stanford's a pretty reputable uh, university, so we're going to put it under their name. Just ignore that stuff. Or, if you're going to check it out, look up the name of who wrote the article. Oh, by the way, if it doesn't say who wrote the article, skip it. All right? Honest people put their name on things that they, are, that they are saying. Or go look up the name of the person and or the title of the article and write, type in before you put that in, fact check, and then put the name of the person or the name of the article. Or sometimes I type the name of the person or the name of the article, and then I type the word critique, and then I, I search it. And find out if anybody else has done any research that will that will help you with that. And if the name of an expert cited is not listed, stop wasting your time. You're reading something that is either fake news or it's the fruit of fake news turned into a conspiracy theory. By the way, do you know that there is a conspiracy theory which says that those fact-checking websites are under the control of people who don't want you to know the truth? I, I had got something... Oh, this, this happened two or three years ago. Somebody that I know put something on Facebook, and it was just patently wrong. And so I just did, went to one of the famous fact-checking websites, and I typed that in, and I, and I, I pasted that back, and I said, you know, I, I think you need to recheck this. Uh, it, it isn't correct. And then I got back several notes that said, well, don't you know that that website is owned by so-and-so, and they have this great bias, and they don't want anybody to know the truth? So I went and I got five more of them, and I put them all on that same thread on Facebook. This is before I gave up uh, beating up myself. And I, I think I weeded out some friends because some people don't want the truth. It's more fun to believe the conspiracy than it is to follow the truth. 
And by the way, I just found this one out within the last 48 hours. Did you know that online, it's very easy to find. I'd never looked for it before. It came up in conjunction with something else. There is a website that is a template that you can use to create your very own breaking news story. And you fill in these certain boxes, all the blanks, and it puts it into the thing. Breaking news. You can cite your experts. You can do all these things. And as soon as I saw that template, I realized I've seen that template many times with breaking news story. Somebody just went to a website and filled in whatever facts they wanted to make up. And now it's breaking news. Did you know there is a conspiracy theory about the origin of the term conspiracy theory? I'm not kidding you. The conspiracy theory says that the CIA invented the term conspiracy theory in 1967 to discredit and insult the people who questioned the official report on the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Well, in reality, and by the way, reality is a a region boycotted by conspiracy theorists, in reality, the term conspiracy theory, theory came into use in the English language in the 1870s. Now, they only missed by 100 years. Okay, so what? Uh, the 1870s, and admittedly, it didn't show up in rather common use until about the 1950s, but a decade and a half before the supposed invention of this term by the CIA. And so I've heard that one used. Somebody tells me something that's poppycock, And I'll say, you know, that really has all the elements of a conspiracy theory. And they say, well, you know, the conspiracy theory term was invented by the CIA just to discredit people that it wants to stifle. I dealt with that. It's real. My point is, it's getting harder and harder to discuss issues these days because misrepresentation of of things is so rampant. You know, you can reject almost any conspiracy theory. You can see through almost any of them if you'll just think through. Ask yourself, if this is true, how many people in how many places would need to be in constant communication with one another to agree on this story, and every single one of them has maintained complete secrecy? Yeah, it, most of them just crumble when you realize, I mean, three people usually can't keep a secret. Okay? But this organization and that organization and this billionaire and this, and this company over here, they're, they're all in perfect cahoots about this. No, it's just the sinfulness of man doing what it does. People assert things without crossing their fingers or doubting themselves, whatever. I heard before this last election... Our candidate cannot lose this election unless there is massive fraud. You know who I heard that from? Both sides. So, total logical fallacy. It is impossible that people would vote the way people are going to vote unless there's fraud. Now, was there probably some voter fraud somewhere? There probably was. But I don't believe that it was 100% in one direction to lead to one certain outcome. But people said that. No wonder we're confused. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.